Welcome to Grow Your Influence Tree with your host, Leonard Kim. This is the show especially for those that want to be among the top influencers of the world. We'll help you build your brand, tell the most compelling story, build your reputation and grow your audience, and attract the top clients and customers. Listen to the experts. Think like they do, and you'll be on your way. Now, here's Leonard Kim. Hey everyone, Leonard Kim here, and welcome to another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree. It's been a pretty exciting week. Took the last weekend to be up in um, San Francisco on the drive up. Met up at the uh, met up at, with someone over at the Montecito Country Club. Had some lunch over there. Saw some beautiful islands from the distance. Uh, then drove up to San Francisco, ate at a place called Nopa. If you haven't been to Nopa in San Francisco, I've been there like, like three times. It's really good. It's really, really good, and I highly recommend it. Um, Sunday, went up to Napa, had some wine up there, then came down for double deep-fried chicken wings over at Santang, which is a Chinese restaurant up there, and if you like those Korean-style chicken wings, the Chinese ones, when they're double deep-fried, are, to me, even better. So, yeah, that was pretty fun. Then on Monday, I uh, went over to Salesforce, um, spoke about my book and all that other stuff with Ditch the Act, revealed the surprising power of the real youth for greater success. Um, the room for about 80 people, 60 people RSVP'd, and 75 people showed up, and they were asking pretty insightful questions, and everyone was talking about the event afterwards, so that was pretty cool. Then drove back down, went over to Harris Ranch, which is like halfway between L.A. and San Francisco. Had a prime rib, and I always thought Lori's was supposed to be the best prime rib place, but this was amazing. And blew um, Lori's out of the water, and also they give you a double uh, baked potato. I don't know what's up with all the double foods, but that was so good. And uh, uh, oh, is my show about food or is it about people? Oh, so today we have Jody Tingling on the line with us. Uh, she's been, uh, she has a column over in Psychology Today. She's got a new, new uh, business uh, set up where she has a website, Creating New Steps. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Jody? Hi, everyone. Well, uh, first of all, Leonard, thank you for inviting me on your show. I really appreciate this opportunity, and uh, I wish I had a half of your life. My life is not that exciting, but um, <laughs> hoping to be one day. Um, so I'll tell you a little bit about my uh, company. So it's called Creating New Steps, and um, this kind of came out of my vision to essentially help people um, take the next steps in their career. And so a little bit of background that um, I do have, um, I would say, over 10 years of experience really in the career development space. Um, and so what I realized was sort of missing was um, helping individuals who um, are in career transitions um, or helping people that uh, maybe they are, you know, maybe new students or they're graduates and just not having a clear idea of what it is they want to do next. Um, over here, we do have a lot of employment services, but they're sort of focused on, you know, preparing people for, you know, the jobs, like so doing like uh, resume preparation and cover letters and all of that good stuff. But um, with my organization, I want to dig a little bit deeper to help people really understand, um, you know, what it is that's holding them back from taking the next steps in their career and um, some strategies that they can also engage in. 
Um, and I also uh, specialize in helping individuals who are uh, experiencing um, burnout within their career as well, too. So uh, talking uh, a little bit about stress management uh, techniques and strategies. Um, and so I provide uh, three main services. Mm-hmm. So the first service is uh, a one-on-one coaching session with individuals um, who want that uh, more specialized service. Um, next, I also provide uh, courses for individuals who um, want to sort of navigate their career on their own but need a little bit of guidance. Um, and lastly, I provide workshops both for uh, clients as well as for organizations um, and uh, essentially helping to, for organizations, helping to retain employees in terms of trying to keep them engaged and preventing workplace burnout. So that's a little bit about uh, my organization, Creating New Steps. Cool. That's awesome. So you've been doing, uh, how long have you been doing things like this? Um, so, um, like I mentioned in the career development space, uh, it's been over 10 years, I would say, I don't even want to know the exact number of years, but I've been doing it for a while. Um, but, um, within, uh, in terms of developing my, uh, company, uh, this has essentially been in the works for about a year now for last year. I've just been like working slowly, but surely trying to develop it. Uh, this is basically my, uh, I guess, side hustle, as you call it, uh, right now um, that I'm trying to scale up into um, a full-time, full-running company. Um, and so uh, for me, it's just like really taking um, the necessary steps that I need to uh, engage in to uh, be able to, to market and, and um, uh, get some clients for this organization. That's awesome. Um, I'm glad that yeah. you decided about a year ago to take that uh, journey to go out there and develop your own business in regards to this, especially since you have so much experience in the field. Um, yeah. What's the last year been like? Uh, hectic. <laughs> hectic <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> Um, because like I am uh, currently still in my full-time position and I have a, uh, I also have a rambunctious two-year-old right now. So trying to juggle that as well as trying to develop this, uh, organization, this company, um, I've really been taking a lot of, um, like courses and uh, going to workshops and attending webinars to really try to understand, you know, um, how to market and, and how to develop a business and what are the core components that I need to know about. Um, and I actually uh, developed this website myself. Hopefully it doesn't Uh-oh. look too amateurish, but <laughs> um, I'm still awesome. learning and um, I'm still learning and I'm growing. And yeah, I, I would say hectic to answer your question <laughs> in terms of what the last year has been like for me. Yeah, I can see how, um, Hectic it could be, especially with uh, having to raise a child and having to do your full-time job as well. And yeah. Good, especially um, considering the limited amount of time that you have. So that's a good thing. For sure. And I try. Re- <laughs> yeah, in regards to how you're getting clients right now, is it usually through word of mouth or people discovering you on the web? Are you getting referrals? How's that kind of happening? Um. 
So um, I will say I haven't been getting too many clients, but um, from the clients that I've gotten, um, I've gotten a couple through uh, LinkedIn, actually. I've been doing a lot of content promotion, um, as much as I can do anyways. Um, and I'm also listed on um, this website called Psychology today that links back to this website um and so i am actually a licensed social worker which means i'm i'm licensed to provide um therapy and so i specialize in career services so um that was one of the ways i could get listed um on psychology today's website so i try to create a link back to my website um and yeah, just been trying to promote over social media, but uh, I definitely need some advice and tips on how to scale that up and uh, um, what avenue is really the best in terms of, you know, like my return on investment and, um, yeah, so just trying to figure that out as well. <laughs> Completely understandable, and it's pretty hard when you just hop onto the Internet and you try to build something there's a million potential directions that you could go and trying to figure out yeah. which one to really focus on. So I, I feel you. It, it's painful. It's hard. Mm-hmm. And it, it took me a long time to really figure it out for myself. And I think, I think it either happens one of two ways. You either, one, just do it for so long that the magical mm-hmm. point disappears right in front of you. But that could sometimes be three years, five years, ten years, and it could take a really long time. And the other way is having someone who already figured that out just let you know. <laughs> so <laughs> I think you're taking the easy route, so that's a good thing. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's great. <laughs> so I took a look around at some of the things that you're doing, and it seems that you're doing a lot of the right things, but maybe not in the right order. Uh, well, okay. I would kind of focus on first is really getting uh, your bio down um, so people like on on your creating new steps website uh, there isn't mm-hmm. even a bio listed there for you so I, I think that would be an important first step to start on um, usually Sorry, I that. can you say that again oh uh, on your creating new steps website mm-hmm it's, there's no bio of who you are on there. Ah, okay, got it. Yeah, I, I think that would be the first step on what we could do to really help you propel what you're doing. Um, okay. I, I liked what you have on your LinkedIn and also your Psychology Today profile. I think that would be mm-hmm. a good template for you to really start with. Okay. Um, if you were to kind of maybe combine them together and maybe extend out the story a little bit to about two to 3,000 words and, like, build out a timeline of how you entered into doing what you do now kind of with that story that you shared with me earlier on this um, interview uh, within, like, the first five minutes of it where you kind of talked about how you have 10 years' experience, how you landed into the field, why you decided to go on and do your own business. And maybe also putting in some of those personal elements of how you chose this career in the beginning, like when you were a child, putting the passion of why this um, uh, industry means so much to you and a lot more of those human elements into that story. It could be pretty compelling to really stand out. So when people uh, begin to read more about your who you are, they'll really mm-hmm. want to work with you. 
Okay, so have more of a personal touch to it then. Yeah. Okay. And then um, one of the main reasons you want to extend out the word limit is uh, so the search engines pick it up, so it ranks higher and things like that. Um, some people come to me and they're like, no one's going to read 3,000 words. And partially that's half true. A lot of people aren't going to read at all, but the other side of it mm -hmm. is people are, the people who really want to get to know you and who really want to work with you. Uh, they really want to know who you are. and. How people normally do it is you'll schedule a call, you'll get to know each other, spend about 30 minutes discovering who each other are. Um, mm -hmm. And if you think about it for the long term, if you could cut that 30-minute phone call into like maybe five minutes or 10 minutes because they already know everything about you and also uh, build that trust a lot faster, it just increases your, uh, <laughs> one, the time that you have available, and two, your ability to go out there and land more clients at higher volume or in a higher volume because they're making that instantaneous trust with you a lot quicker. Okay, got it. Huh. Yeah. Okay, so that's something I could definitely work on, that's for sure. Um, all right. Um, so in terms of... Um, so I know we were kind of talking about the bio. Um, is there any, um, I guess, social media channels that you would recommend over another to be able to promote which, which um, my personal brand? Um, which ones are you using right now? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> um, uh, so I have a... Twitter uh, account, I have LinkedIn, I'm on Instagram, and uh, Facebook. I think that's all of them. So okay. Four. <laughs> For your particular business, I'm not sure if Instagram is going to be the best platform for you to use or even a platform that you need to use. Uh, okay. Most people when they're hopping onto Instagram, their immediate thought is, I'm going to go look at vacation photos, I'm going to look at pictures uh, of pretty things, I'm going to go look at pictures of food. And most people set up their Instagram as kind of that escape from reality. Mm -hmm. Okay. And just because most people are walking into Instagram thinking of that when there's mm -hmm. career there, it's not really a place where people are putting on their career hats where they're looking for something that could help them. Okay. Uh, Twitter and um, LinkedIn, on the other hand, is a lot of people use LinkedIn and they keep their business hat on when they use LinkedIn. So LinkedIn is a great place to create content. And a lot of people use Twitter to, like, network, do business, and things like that. So that would be another good network to really have your content on. Um, okay. For Facebook, how are you distributing your content? Is it through a Facebook profile where you have friends or a Facebook page? Um, it is, I think, I believe it's a page. Okay, well, that's linked to it's linked to my like original Facebook account, and then I just created a page. Okay, 
Well, a uh, page is good because let's say you have a few hundred dollars a month that you want to use to kind of advertise your business. Um, mm -hmm. the, Facebook, uh, the Facebook page has tools that allow you to advertise to people within like a certain age range, um, certain interests, and things like that. So you could kind of get your message out in front of the people who would most likely need your help. And you could target by city, by zip code, by state, by gender, by age, by interest, okay. whether they're employed or not. So it gives you a lot of flexibility on how you could go out there and get that content in front of the right people. So it, it oh. is important. Important, but then it's not something that you need to heavily update all the time. Uh, it's something that mm -hmm. you would more strategically update when you have something that would cater to a certain audience. Okay. Uh, that makes sense. Um, I also, um, speaking of the ads, I also wanted to ask you as well, um, what would be the best platform to do an ad? I'm, I'm kind of torn between all of these different platforms, but I don't know which one would be, like, I guess the, the best one to invest in, so to speak. Sure. So in every single industry, there is usually a figure where it's like out of every hundred visitors, one person will buy, two people will buy, three people will buy, mm -hmm. five people will buy. So when you think about it for website visitors, uh, your whole goal is to increase the number of visitors uh, to okay. increase the amount of conversions that you get. If an ad on LinkedIn is going to cost you $2 a click, while an ad on Twitter is going to cost $0.50, cents, and an ad on Facebook is going to cost $0.75, cents, uh, then that would mean Twitter would be the best platform to continue to advertise on. However, if the LinkedIn ads 10 cents, or if that's all flipped around, then you would kind of flip around that entire situation. Okay. So it's all based on performance. Um, it's time for our commercial break, so we'll be back shortly after this. Uh, where can people find you, Jody? Sorry, say that again. I didn't hear you. <laughs> where can people find you online? Oh, uh, creatingnewsteps.com. Perfect. Then you can find me at Mr. Leonard Kim, and we'll be back after this commercial break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for us at keyword voice America. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Tuesday at noon Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. 
Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Leonard Kim here, back with Jody Tingling, and we've been discussing how to really go out there and build uh, creating new steps to the next level. Um, over our commercial break, uh, Jody brought up that one of her passion of how passionate she really is about doing this, and how one of the most um, rewarding moments of her life are when people come back to her and uh, and tell her about like how how that advice that she provided, the things that she did, helped them in their life, and uh, that's one of the things that really drives Jody. Um, Jody, have you ever thought about putting some of those testimonials that others are saying on your website and maybe getting permission that you share them? Um, yeah, I have thought about it, but I'm, I'm a little bit limited in that aspect where because I am um, licensed in the field of social work, I'm not actually able to provide uh, individual testimonials. There's a bit of a, a ethics um issue behind that. Um, I would actually be able to do that for my courses once um, somebody is able to um, take that. Um, so that would be an aspect that I can explore in terms of uh, testimonials. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's good advice. Though. <laughs> oh, that's a little interesting. Uh, maybe one of the things that you could do is uh, because some of these people are saying great things about you already, uh, maybe uh-huh. demoing the course to people that you've already worked with in the past so they could take it and say something great about the course as opposed to just selling them that product to see so you could build up a okay. little bit of initial social proof behind those courses. Okay. Um, and then would you suggest like getting some like feedback from some of these people to see, you know, if that's something that... Um, I don't know, that like needs to be changed or something needs to be added or something that they would actually pay for. I'm doing a bit of like that market research as well too. Uh, I would find that all of that would be important. Like um, I have a course as well and when I put people through the course, I want to know what's keeping your attention, what's losing your attention, what did you find Mm. valuable, what did you find that was um, information that could be excluded or felt was like um, unnecessary um, and then if they already like you, chances of them taking the course are going to be a lot higher, especially if you give it to them for free just to uh, beta test and provide a review so you can figure out how to tweak and optimize that course to be a better product. 
Okay, got it. So what I need to do is start reaching out to um, people that I have worked with before. Um, and I think also some of my contacts as well, too. Just been a little hesitant to do that because I kind of feel like I'm, you know, asking for too much. But um, I guess there's a the way I can, way I can uh, go about doing that that doesn't really, you know, take up anybody's time. Um, yeah. I, I try to think about it like this. Um, someone, anyone really could use career advice uh, if they get it as a gift where they could go and go through it and learn a lot of your valuable insights that you've acquired over the last 10 years. They could see it as a value add to their own life as opposed to um, a burden or a detriment to helping you out, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I think that's a, a whole, um, you know, issue with networking as well, too. Um, I think sometimes for, for women, it's a little bit more challenging because we feel like we're asking uh, too much. But um, I think networking is definitely a two-way, two-way street for sure. Yeah, and I, I think it would be best to just start with the people who've already said good things about you because they already like okay. you, they've been impacted by you, and they're going to be more willing to want to help you too. Okay. Yeah. Um, in regards to content creation, how are you going about and creating content right now? Um, so through uh, blogging, um, I do have a blogging section on my website, so I've been slowly um, promoting those blogs as well as um, I promote other people's work that's related to, um, you know, career development, career transition, self-care. Um, that's pretty much the extent to which I've been doing it. Um, I do want to get eventually get uh, to develop... Um, videos, but um, haven't taken that step yet. Uh, uh, yeah, I just like I need to figure out like best practices in regards to that as well too, and as, as well as putting myself out there. Um, that's a bit of a, a challenge as well too. As mentioned, I am still working for an organization, so I have to be mindful of um, the way I promote stuff. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, especially since you have another position. Uh, well, yeah. the good thing is that you are creating content at this time, and I'm just looking through some of your content right now. Um, yeah. It's very uh, directed to the reader and gives them actionable advice on what to do, so uh, it's pretty yeah. good content. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, one of the things that you could do with this existing content is put it out there so it gets uh, pushed out more. Um, so right now you're putting uh, the content that you're creating just on your blog? Uh, no, I put it on um, LinkedIn as well as uh, Twitter and try to use like the relevant hashtags. Um, but I feel like it's, it's only really... Um, I guess, like, people that are in my direct network that would tend to engage in the content. Um, but I would love to be able to uh, expand that to others. So I, I'm also even wondering about, because um, I've seen online that where people do, like, uh, the sponsored 
blog post. I, I don't know if that would be worthwhile or uh, maybe another strategy that can help to get the content out there because I, I do want people to see the content and, you know, become engaged and say, oh, okay, well, that resonates with me. Uh, maybe I should, you know, like book an appointment or check a course or visit the website, right? So um, that would be my goal with that. Well, um, I think a few of the things that you could do for your content to just make it a little bit stronger overall is like um, okay. your article titles, they're like starting your career or work-life yeah. feeling stuck, try a social worker. I try mm -hmm. maybe expanding a little bit on these headliners and thinking of something that's maybe around 60 to like 90 characters long, so a little bit okay. a lot than what you have now like um are you starting your career and looking to x uh try doing these five like just putting a little bit more context in there so uh, people are able to really grasp what they're about to read because um when you just see starting your career there's not really any intriguing points of that to really make people want to click on it mm -hmm. but if, yeah like, and Considering your next career move, uh, make sure you check these X things off or something like that. Then okay. It brings a little bit more intrigue to the uh, reader's eyes where they're like, huh, maybe I do need to go and read this. So I think a tiny tweak on like the headliners would help a lot. Um, okay. What I usually do is I'll usually write an entire article first before I go and uh, create the headliner for that. Because after I'm done writing, uh. I'll be like, okay, this article is about these three things. I might have mentioned the big celebrity figure like um, Kate Spade or whoever it may be. And then mm -hmm. um, from what I write, I could figure out what the most compelling things or most interesting things that someone else might want to read. So let's uh. say I was doing like an article and in it I pulled up something that Bill Gates did and referenced that and something that Charlie Munger did and something that um, maybe Steve, uh, <coughs> Steve Forbes did. I could uh, kind of reference those points into my headliner and be like, um, these are the three common problems that uh, executives like Steve Forbes, uh, Charlie Munger, and Bill Gates face on an everyday basis or something like that. Um, where it's like, okay, that might be a little bit more readable than, oh, the three mm -hmm. mistakes. Yeah, for sure. So definitely making it more, I guess, SEO friendly, so to speak. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't have too much of a marketing background, but I, I definitely know what you're saying in terms of, you know, getting people to, uh, I guess, get their attention initially, and then um, they'll be more prone to click on the actual uh, blog article. Um, is, are there um, any methods that you use to think about SEO-friendly um, ways to uh, phrase things? Well, I, I think there's a difference between SEO and making something clickable. Um, SEOs usually write a very straightforward headliner, and then um, okay. that's kind of what you do. But then if you think about like what's actually clickable, it's a little bit um, 
it's like a reveal without actually showing what it is, if that kind of makes sense. Ah, it does make sense. Yeah. Um, a, good, a good site where you could type in, like, keywords, like, let's say you wanted to cover a topic on anxiety and you wanted to see how well other articles about anxiety were performing is a mm -hmm. tool called BuzzSumo. Um, You're going to have to say that again. Oh, BuzzSumo, B-U-Z-Z-S-U-M-O. S-U-M-O. Okay, got it. When you use that platform, you could type in a keyword, and you could do, like, within the last year, the last three years, or any time frame you want, and you can see how other headliners are structured for the most popular articles under a topic. So um, if you're not that creative at coming up with things like this. Uh, you could use what other articles have already done. Of course, you don't want to copy it word for word, but maybe put your own spin onto something that they've already created around it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like that would help me in terms of, you know, making it more clickable. Yeah. Um, uh, I think the advice that you have in your articles are pretty straightforward and clear, and you're talking directly to the reader, which is great. Um, mm -hmm. And because of your background as a licensed social worker, that makes it even more mm -hmm. credible. So you, you don't really need to do any research on your topics because you are the uh, expert at what you do. Um, yeah. To add research, you can always do that just because it makes your points a little bit stronger, but it's not a necessity. Okay. Um, one thing that I think would be important, though, would be like um, instead of just having it be this is how you could do it, this is or this is the problem, and this is how you could solve the problem, is uh -huh. um, to maybe take an outside example of maybe someone that you've seen on TV, um, maybe someone that you haven't worked with as a patient, but maybe observed in a different area, like while you were out dealing with a certain situation, and tie in mm -hmm. like another person's story and as well. So then you don't just say this is how you do it, but you're providing an example uh, from the outside too. Okay, that makes sense because I think um, it'll make it more relatable, and you know, people can actually see themselves in you know somebody else's story or situation. Um, yeah. He'll definitely work on that. And to make it even stronger and to show that you really are the expert at it, if you put in your personal mm -hmm. example of how you handle the situation too, it just makes it that much more stronger. Oh, I want to, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's very challenging just because, again, I am still in a role right now. I've definitely had a lot of experiences on my, my current um, position that I could talk about. But, um, yeah, I'm just kind of mindful of putting myself out there too much. Um, but maybe I can draw on um, maybe some past experiences that I can recollect that uh, might be helpful as well, too. Yeah, I mean, you could use things from when you were 10 years old, when you were 20 years old. It doesn't have to be within the last um, year or two. two okay. years. So, um, just as long as you're putting in some kind of reference in there from yourself, from a first-person perspective. Uh, it doesn't okay. really when it comes from. It's just an example so people can really see that you understand and truly know how to make this work. Ah, uh, got it. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> 
I, I think you do a good job at telling the uh, reader how they could go out there and do it. So that's a good point uh, that you have secured. Um, I think mm -hmm. if you get um, content up to that level, a lot of people would be pretty impressed by what you're writing. And they'll be like, wow, um, who's this person? I need to read more of what she, who she is, what she does, and things like that. Then people okay. would be your website, reading your bio, and um, really getting to know you and looking at all your services and things like that. Yeah, I, I think um, that would be helpful. Um, in terms of the bio piece, uh -huh. where would I actually put that on my website? Or were you just um, kind of speaking about like having a bio on the LinkedIn and everywhere else? Um, should I be putting it on the website? Um, well, I'm looking at your tabs. You have home, services, book a session, courses, blog, and contact. Uh, uh -huh. uh, there's no about section there, but uh, next to every single person I know who kind of has a business has an about section that at least either A, okay. describes the business, or B, describes the person running it. Um, okay. I think there should be an about section there. Okay. Definitely at that end. <laughs> in, in regards to the uh, content production that you stated earlier that you were doing, it's a good thing that you're mm -hmm. putting it both on your blog and on LinkedIn. Um, but there's mm -hmm. a few places that you can put it as well. Um, okay. There's a website called Medium, and Medium does really well with search engines. So a lot of the stuff just goes straight up to the top. Um, I think I saw that you posted one post on there before. Um, yeah, I have a couple of articles. Um, I actually posted because I was a part of a Women in Leadership program, and so like one of the requirements um, was to do some blog posts on Medium. So I've started, um, so I have, I think, about three articles on there, um, but I can start to use that platform for my own uh, content promotion through my website as well, too. Yeah, and one other platform would be Quora because anything that you're creating, if you really think it, think it through, it's answering a question. Oh, um, okay. So if you write a post, uh, like, like you're starting a career uh, article, that probably could answer the question of what do you do when you're going out and you're starting your career? Um, you can find a question that's kind of similar to that on Quora, and then you can put your content onto there too. So Quora is going to push it out to people who follow that topic. Oh, okay. I've never actually heard of this platform. I'm going to do a little digging. It's pretty cool. It's a really useful platform, and a lot of people ask all these different questions. It ranks well on search engines, and uh, there's really insightful answers on there. Like, um, there's this astronaut. Someone asked the question, what does it feel like to be in space? And then the astronaut yeah. like, actually did it. So I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> ah. <laughs> that does sound pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. It's stuff. Well, it's time for our next uh, commercial break. If anyone wants to find Jody, she's at creatingnewsteps.com, and I'm at Mr. Leonard Kim, and we'll be back after this commercial break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Do you believe that being fit is difficult? Do you think it requires turning in your favorite comfort foods for boring chicken and broccoli and spending hours in a gym? It doesn't. Tune into Have It All with Devin Alexander. Devin and her guest experts will show you how you can have it all at any age, from relationships to money to thinking bigger than you've ever imagined. Devin will fast-track your goals to yummy reality. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Leonard Kim back here with Jody Tingling, and we've just been going over a lot of different steps on what to do to make creating new steps a powerful business. If you're on the line and or if you've been listening to this episode, uh, check out creatingnewsteps.com and see many of the services that Jody offers as they can potentially help you with your career. And since we're back, um, Jody, did you have any other uh, questions on things that you were thinking about when it comes to building up that presence for your website? Yeah, um, so I think this is, well, I guess a, a, a general question in terms of how to grow and scale up uh, the business. Um, and so um, I'm juggling a few ideas in terms of how to do a bit of outreach um, with uh, this business. So uh, the business is mainly um, online, so I do the online um coaching as well as online courses. However, um, locally, um, I've been trying to uh, get involved in maybe like doing some workshops um, and uh, perhaps doing some other um, sessions for uh, organizations uh, or presentations. Um, But I'm really trying to understand um, like what what I really should be spending my time on in terms of uh, being able to bring in um, clients. And I know there's the, you know, that we talked a little bit about the ads as well, but, uh, and as well as off the blogs to generate some traffic. But um, I don't know if you have any insights into um, some other methods that I can start to uh, think about getting involved in that um, would be worth, uh, I guess worth my time as well as worth you know the investment. That's a pretty uh, big question, but <laughs> well, we could talk about that. <laughs> uh, I think I think the most important things to really look at right now is kind of how society has developed. Like, let's say mm-hmm. I do that. I was on Ocean's Eleven. You'd be like, that mm-hmm. probably isn't true. I'm going to go Google and look that up. And right. 
And I probably won't be there because I wasn't in the movie. And then I think a lot of people are going out there and making fibs, and some people are going out there and telling the truth. But it's we've mm-hmm. turned into this society where we're skeptical when people say I'm X, Y, or Z. So the solution when it comes to that problem is really documentation. It's going out there and making sure that the things that you do are documented, are logged, and are seen on the internet or stored somewhere. If you're going out there and you're doing like a workshop or a thing in person, okay. that's a great thing yeah. to do. You should really be doing that because you're building your domain authority in your space, in your local community. But the problem okay. is you leave that room, no one else outside of that room knew you did it. Okay. So what you have to do is you have to figure out how do I document this so I could use this for my long-term business. That could be, uh, you could do it the easy way that's not super efficient uh, by having a few photos of you doing it, or you could do it a way which may cost a little bit more money, like setting up a camera and having it film and record you where there's audio equipment, making sure that your sound is right. And that could build you a little bit more credibility. Or you could do it the really expensive way, which is to hire someone to come out and film you do these things too. Okay. Um, once you ha- but then, like, let's say you do use the uh, video route and you do set mm-hmm. your phone onto, like, a tripod and you have, like, a, a lavalier that's um, really expensive that hooks up to you so you grab a really good sound. Um, mm-hmm. And you do that for like 30 minutes, an hour or two or whatever it may be. One, you can put mm-hmm. that on the internet on like YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and all these other places. And right. Other people can see you as an expert. Um, ah, okay. So is you could also get that video transcribed uh, the service that's like a dollar or two a minute for a transcription. Um, so oh, for okay. A, video that would be like $60, which isn't that bad. And, no, um, it's not. Could, yeah, it, it's not. And then you could use that. You could clean up the text and like take out the um, little like ums here and there's and things like that. And then mm-hmm. it'll be about 80% of what an article would look like. Okay. Then so just, that's like another level of engagement for people is through the yeah. video. Yeah. Ah, okay. I've been debating that as well, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think uh, I've been procrastinating a little bit and just trying to figure out, you know, um, I, just starting up, I would, you know, be doing it by myself. So really trying to figure out, like, the best equipment to get and, um, you know, video editing and all of that stuff. Um, that's something uh, to look into. The, the, I, I post these videos. I, I wouldn't worry too much about video editing. I just um, just post the videos as is. Like they shouldn't need too much work. Uh, maybe a little trimming here okay. and there. I don't think you should okay. invest time or resources on editing because that's just a huge rabbit hole and time suck. Um, right. A lot of people are going to know that you are not a professional actress. So since right. you aren't... Um, <laughs> They're going to be okay with you like slipping up here and there, or if a video is not perfect, so it's not going to turn them off from what you're doing. All right. Uh, Definitely yeah. not a professional actress. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, uh, I mean, 
It's going to be that much of a problem. I think go out there and focus on doing videos at things that you're already going to be doing because um, even myself, it's really hard to pick up the phone and turn on that camera on myself and just speak off the cuff because Uh it's a hard, extremely hard habit to really get used to. Yeah, that's for sure. (laughs) Okay, so definitely need to add video into my content. Um, And I mean, I definitely see that because I'm definitely more engaged in, you know, when the videos come on, like say I'm scrolling through LinkedIn and the video is on and the the captioning is on. I'm like, okay, this is great. (laughs) Um, So I think that would be a great addition um, that I can also get involved in. Yeah. Um, oh. um, also, it's good to think about like the times. Like, if it's before five p.m., people are usually reading articles because they're sitting at their desk at work, and a lot of people work okay. on hours. Uh, but if it's after six p.m., people are usually watching videos because they're at home. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Okay, so timing is something I have to think about as well too. Yeah. Hi. A little bit. <laughs> Um, uh, you mentioned before, you know, um, tracking, um, and documenting things. Um, I wanted to ask a question as well about how I would track, um, I guess website activity. I know there's the Google analytics, but I'm not really sure how that works. Um, so Google Analytics, uh, what it does, if you go to analytics.google.com, it should show you how many people visit every single um, web, web page in different areas and how they arrive on your page. Okay. I am not the best person to ask for a rundown on this. I could just give you a basic overview. I mean, I use it. I use it for a super general sense, but I can't really do mm-hmm. it deep dive into the analytics side just because I'm more on the storytelling and um, incoming traffic for businesses as opposed to uh, the analytics side. I, I can't answer that really well. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Um, but I, I guess that is something that I should be looking at in terms of um, tracking what's happening on my website um, and maybe areas I can maybe start to focus in on um, as well. Uh, yeah, so one of the things that you want to look at is how long someone stays on the page. If it's over a minute and 30 seconds, that's probably good. If it's under, under a minute and 30 seconds that they're staying on the page, you might need to re-edit the copy and fix things so that people stay around a little longer. Uh, the other okay. side of is how many people are actually visiting your site and what pages they're visiting so you can really know, like, what's the most powerful pages on your site. Ah, got it. Um, we're almost out of time. In regards to the advice that I provided, if you were to rate it, like, 1 to 10, how would you rate it? Um, 11. <laughs> oh, oh. Yay. Uh, <laughs> that's not on the scale, but that's okay. <laughs> that. um, I have a course. It's called Ignite Your Personal Brand, and it's usually $2,600. Um, okay. After we're 
after I get back to my desk, I could send that over to you for free so you could continue to build out your uh, website and all the things that we kind of discussed over here, and you'll have reference to it. And that way, uh, uh, easy for you to do over the long term. Does that sound okay? Uh, amazing. Thank you. <laughs> More than okay. <laughs> Yay. That will be great to get into. I'm excited about that. <laughs> And if you have any, like, feedback or things that you felt sucked in it, let me know, just like you would let your other, uh, you would ask other people who took your course to know, too. <laughs> uh, I see what you're doing there, Leonard. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's Taking it. your own advice. I love it. <laughs> it's all about <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm learning a thing or two from you today. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it only makes you more accountable in your advice, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I definitely appreciate all of the advice you've uh, given me today. I'm definitely going to be putting it to good use, and um, I have a few more resources that I've gotten from you today. And, um, yeah, I'm excited about um you know, taking the next steps I need to take actually within my career. So, um, yeah, this is, this has definitely been great and, and insightful. And I, I definitely think it has helped other people as well too. So it's great. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Um, one thing, uh, could I ask you for a favor, like come around like September, October ish when the book comes out, would you be able yeah. to help uh, with like promoting it and sharing it and things like that? Of course. I am a big fan of, um, you know, people releasing their books. And I'm always supporting, you know, um, the, the little guy, so to speak. Not that you're a little guy. But, um, you know, I, I'm really good on um, people that are all about, like, entrepreneurship and helping others. And, um, yeah, definitely. I'm excited to read that book now, too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited about that. Yay! Yay. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, it's about time for us to wrap up. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jody. I really appreciated having you on the line with us. If anyone is looking for any career advice, make sure to visit creatingnewsteps.com and look out for Jody Tingling and look for her articles on like Psychology Today, on her website, ones that she'll be sharing onto social media. And with that, I mean, it's a great pleasure to have everyone on the show tuning in. And we wanted to thank you all for joining another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree. If you ever want to find me online, you can always find me at Mr. Leonard Kim. The book, uh, Ditch the Act, revealed the surprising power of the real you for greater success will be out in October. So make sure to uh, keep your eyes out for that book. And hopefully soon we'll have a website and everything else up about that. And we'll be seeing everyone else next week. Thank you for joining another episode, and we'll see you all next week. Bye. Thank you for making us part of your week. Listen for Grow Your Influence Tree with Leonard Kim every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Stand out, stand apart, and become a top influencer. We'll see you here next week.